October 20th. Welcome, welcome to Back from the Brink. I'm Todd Brinker. Aaron will be joining us shortly. We are so happy to have you here. We are, we are. It is Tuesday. Tuesday. Tick, 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 tick. So, um, have has anybody out there seen Rob Schneider's response to uh, Governor Gavin Newsom? Gavin Newsom? Here in California, um, I'm thinking, you know, Rob's maybe not a fan. Uh, <laughs> he refers to him uh, as uh, uh, your uh, dear emperor at Gavin Newsom. Uh, During our allotted family, three family limit this Thanksgiving, if my aunt comes over, can I throw her a slice of turkey from the window? We promise not to sing. We will all just whisper. Please recall dipshit Gavin Newsom <laughs> that was his post um, and uh, yeah um, it's funny um, he uh, he is he's feeling like our governor is behaving very dictatorially there are others that are doing it as well but not all of them have the same platform as somebody uh, like uh, like Rob Schneider um, it's interesting too because it's it's unusual when you see somebody in Hollywood talk out loudly about doing something against a democratic politician. The Democratic Party is very embedded into the state and most of Hollywood is very liberal and supports most democratic positions. And so when you see a person from Hollywood or from um, uh, you know, a person of note, an actor or actress or comedian or, you know, even musician, um, it's unusual for them to say something, um, you know, unless it's just sarcastic, funny, because they're a comedian, then they tend to do that. This one is clearly, you know, him, him taking a political stance. Um, in another, po- uh, another post, he said, uh, enjoy at Gavin Newsom. Gavin Newsom's 2020 vintage wine, a smoky ash-flavored cab with hints of incompetence and authoritarian overstepping. Who needs science? Just lock yourself down and go bankrupt with this morally corrupt table wine with its bouquet of one-man dictatorial rule and 16.8% tax. (laughs) Um, Obviously referring to the smoky ash of the fires in California and what's going on there. Um, Uh, I guess Gavin Newsom also has a uh, uh, a winery or a, a type of wine that he's um, uh, invested in or is uh, involved with. So, so he's taking digs at that and his tax savings. It's, it's just interesting to see uh, somebody publicly bark back at a Democratic governor in this day. Um, here's Aaron. Hi there. Hi. Welcome. Welcome to the after show. We are so happy to see you. Except <laughs> I can't see you. That's to true. hear you. To hear you. So, uh, but I could put my cameras on and then we could see each other, but be careful what you do. Yes. <laughs> no, no I, um, I actually can't because I can't turn on my camera because 
as I do every morning, I am driving, and well, I don't want to turn your camera. You can turn your camera would... on. You don't have to look at me. I just see the side of your head as you're like, you know, we'd see you like silently flipping off people who cut you off in the road. And see, <laughs> see the road rage that you that you hide so well with your voice. <laughs> Speaking of road rage, so, you know, Tobin and I took a trip this past weekend to Arizona, right? And Arizona drivers were very nice. We get to California and all of a sudden... People are cutting you off with like inches in front of your car. They're playing hopscotch around each other, and all. And I'm like, oh my god, you know, come on, yeah. California. Zonies just folks, man. They're cool. They're cool, man. They know how to work the the clock too. Like I, I, we were talking about the daylight savings times thing. I, I I completely agree with them on the let's just just leave it. Um, yes, it's Arizona I think they're and one Hawaii of, have got it straight. Yeah, I was gonna say they're one of two states that does that, and uh, and I wholeheartedly agree <laughs> it's like yep so um i i as we went to the break i don't know if you had a chance to look at it because you were coming out to the car you probably didn't but i was talking about rob snyder and his his lashings out about uh, at governor newsom um a, a, one of his uh uh tweets he put out uh during our allotted three family limit this thanksgiving if my aunt comes over can i throw her a piece of turkey from the window we promise not to sing <laughs> We'll all just whisper, please recall Dipstick Davin- Gavin Newsom. Uh, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, apparently Newsom has a stake in a winery in one part of the state as well. And uh, another tweet he put out, enjoy at Gavin Newsom's 2020 vintage wine, a smoky ash-flavored cab with hints of incompetence and over- authoritarian overstepping. Who needs science? Just lock yourself down, go bankrupt with this morally corrupt table wine and its bouquet of a one-man dictatorial rule and 16.8% tax. So, yeah. Yeah. It, well, it, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, he's funny because he's funny. But then it's also interesting to see somebody in, in you know, with Hollywood connections actually, like, taking shots at a liberal um, – politician because so few of them do it's not that there aren't some conservative people in hollywood but mostly they tend to stay quiet because they're they fear that if they they're too vocal people won't hire them because yes you know you don't you don't march the party line in hollywood which is extremely liberal Um, yes but they've been closed down too yeah so you know they're i think that that there's lots of folks in hollywood who'd like to get a paycheck yeah you know, because not everybody is the is the big name actor, right? So the the rest of them, they still they make good money, but they're not. Yeah. They're not. They're not making like I can never. I never have to work again. Money. Yeah. Absolutely. So I got a question for you. A while back, um, and it's been a while, but we've talked since we've talked about it, and you know, I have pretty well known distaste for the fine folks at Facebook. Um. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of Twitter either, although I do still have a Twitter account that I on occasion use. Um. But uh, I have held in the past that I felt that both those companies in particular, because of the way they run their businesses, that they should be treated as a news outlet and held to that standard. And you said, but they don't publish their own stuff. So how can they be treated as a news outlet? Now, recently, they have both been very uh, openly, and they've done this previously, but it's been covered in the news more now, um, making decisions about what is allowed to be posted on their site. So they're yeah. making editorial decisions about what is and isn't 
I'm air quoting here, true, uh, and what they will or won't allow on their site. Um, yes. Spe- specifically. Yes, fact-checking satire at this point. You know, and right. they get a warning block over a satirical website. And it's like, we know it's it's a lie. It's, a, it's satire. They're making fun. Well, I mean, specifically, I was thinking that the, the New York Post um, has been yes. posting information about uh, Hunter Biden's emails that they apparently have gotten a hold of. And the justification was that these were illegally obtained. We don't know that, but they're, you know, newspapers have published sources that are illegally obtained many times in the past. Yeah, um, that's but, kind of their business model. Yeah, but they're now blocking anybody who not only tweets it, but retweets anything to do with the article that is negative about Hunter Biden because of these emails. Yes. So have you, is your opinion changed somewhat in terms of treating them like news outlets? Yes, it has. Okay. As far as yeah. I'm concerned, all gloves are off, and they should be sued for every copyright infringement, every every everything that's on that happens on their websites. Because if they're going to act like God, they need yeah. to have the responsibility. If they're going to be editing and deciding what does or doesn't go on their site, then they are editors, and they are now providing you a a filtered version of the news or the, of the information on their site. They're no longer just yes. an open site. See, and that's the feeling that I've had for a long time. So I just, I was wondering if, if, if they had gone to the far enough to the point to that, to that direction now that you were in agreement with me on that. And clearly you are. Cause I, yeah, I, I am. I, I always wanted to give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. But yeah. it's, but if they're going to be editing, you know, show me the big story that broke that didn't have something that was surreptitiously given to the press, you know, for the political realm. It doesn't exist. Yeah, you know? I mean that's how it, major stories are broken. Is by I mean we would never would have had Watergate if if Deep Throat hadn't no. leaked something that was ostensibly, you know, uh, illegal for them to leak. You know, it's 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 the only way you know when things are not going right is if somebody stands up and says so, and they have to have the cover of anonymity to be able to do that because otherwise right. they get personally taken down by large corporations, governments, and, you know, you and I can't stand up to, to corporations and governments. No, we can't. And so, you know, are they going to, anything from WikiLeaks, are they going to prevent you from posting that too? Or how about anything from Edward Snowden? Because that was all illegally obtained. So, you know, they're just being ridiculous. They're trying to impact an election. So fine. They, they need to, um, uh, yeah. be held to the same standard that any print or broadcast media is held to. Yeah, now that broadcast. said, I don't think that the print and broadcast media are held to very high standard these days because I think most of what they publish is garbage too. But but at least that's recognize what they are, and that's what they are, is they are a well, news media source. And if, if they violate, um, if they violate, you know, they, there's libel or slander, or if they violate something, they can be sued as evidenced by... Um, uh, oh my gosh, the young man who was in uh, from Kentucky from that Catholic school. They were in Washington D.C. for the right. March for Life, and I forgot yeah. his name. But he he sued the Washington Post for like you know it was more than a million dollars if I remember right. Yeah, yeah. But you can't throw your hands up. You know the online people can't throw their hands up and say, well, but we're we're not news places. We just we just provide a platform. Not anymore. There's there's not no anymore. way they can pretend that because they're clearly that's not the case. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, 
you know, have been watching this evolve and they just they're getting more and more brazen in the way that they edit what's going on and, and block people. And the thing is, is they're not just blocking like a post. They're actually shutting off people's account if they repost it so that, you know, yes. if that now you've been tagged as somebody who doesn't follow our party line. So we're just going to shut you off. Yes. Um, you know, yes. and defenders will say, well, you know, it's a private business. They can let on who they want and don't want. Um, no, I don't think that, you know, they're they're They've gone beyond that. They're now a news source. And so they can't just just, um, uh, you know, randomly shut people off if they're an open news source for people to provide information, if they become a, uh, an open platform, which they're you know, you can't walk both sides of that street. And, and so you've got to decide which one you are. Uh, unfortunately, they got some laws passed that essentially said you're an open platform, but you're allowed to edit. In fact, you're expected to edit content to meet community standards. And so under that umbrella is where they're now legally saying, well, you know, our community expects us to do this. We got lambasted for, you know, allowing false narratives to be published. So now we're going to block false narratives, you know, and we've yeah, got but a, they get a, to define what is a false narrative. Right. Yeah. And, you know, and excuse me, theoretically, they've got a... Um, a uh, you know editorial board that reviews these things, but uh, uh, you know realistically, what they have is a uh, an algorithm. It's being done by a computer because of the volume of stuff that gets posted on Twitter and Facebook. There's no way to to um, uh, do that manually. You have to. You I mean you know things that are on the border, you may kick out for somebody to review, and they may do you know spot checks, but that's got to be done by uh, an algorithm yes. that parses the text and, and you find certain patterns and say, okay, this means this you know, gets blocked. But, but the further step of not just blocking the tweet, but, but disconnecting uh, the account of the person who tweeted or retweeted it is punitive. And, and you know, that's clearly politically biased. Yes. I, well, I'll give you an example. Your dad posted a picture of a guy who frankly looked a little like Santa Claus, wearing a shirt that said, um, COVID won't be around for long, it was made in China, or something that was just, it was just a joke. Yeah. And it was fact-checked, and, and a warning block was put over the image because it might be offensive. And it was like, come on. What the heck, man? It was a joke. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Lighten up, man. Yeah, I, I yeah. The the problem with with um um with doing things uh through a a computer based algorithm is that they don't get sarcasm, they don't get uh, humor. You know, they just look at blocks of words, and and so tone is lost completely, and um, and that that's a problem because that's how we as humans communicate is through. Uh, you know, sarcasm and tone and jokes. And, uh, I mean, you know, look at Rob Schneider's attack on our governor. I mean, those yes. are all done in it with, with sarcasm, um, and, and, and joking at the, the, you know, ludicrous situation that we find ourselves in and the way that that governor is handling it. Um, there's a famous woman down in Australia who takes like famous pictures that are posted by a lot of these, um, YouTube stars, and and then she recreates them, and uh, and so they'll pose, you know, in something skimpy and and on the beach, looking over their shoulder, dreamily. And so she'll go recreate those photos as 
a parody. And uh, and she's a full-figured gal, and she's a little buxom. And one of her uh, images got blocked by, uh, I can't remember whether it was Facebook or YouTube that did it. But the but the original one didn't, and she, the she was actually wearing a thong. The you know, and I mean, but she's covering up everything. You can't see, see. but but they blocked her photo, but not the original. <laughs> and and so she's going public with that, saying, "Look at this! They blocked my you know," and it's and it's clear she's she's well known for doing parodies of these things, and sometimes they're you know, I mean, if you look at a lot of the 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 garbage that's on YouTube photos and stuff and Instagram type photos. I mean, a lot of it is, you know, these selfies of people somewhere and they're always, you know, all made up and, and batting their fake eyelashes. And sometimes they're wearing skimpy clothes and, you know, and, and she just makes fun of them. And so she goes and does the, tries to mimic their, their pictures and their poses and stuff. And, and she's got a lot of followers and she's pretty famous for it. And, uh, and it's like, okay, you're going to, you're going to block the parody saying that it doesn't meet your standards. And yet the skinny model original is fine. You know, how is the, and she says, how is this not body shaming? How is this not double standard? Oh, it absolutely is. There's actually a guy, and I think his his uh, his pictures are hilarious. It's a little off topic, except that it's, you know, he does the same thing. He, he um, photoshops himself into um, Kendall Jenner's pictures. And mm-hmm. so... And, and, and oh, yeah, yeah. He's, like, he's actually got a fake name as, as a Jenner, right? A Jenner brother yes, or something. Yeah. Yes, he does. Yes, he does. And it's absolutely fantastic absolutely fantastic because it's really lampooning how ridiculous most of those pictures are um and uh, as he puts himself in and oh my gosh i just love it I, I honestly think instagram is a wasteland of of people of vapid people who use facetune who don't even look like their like their picture uh looks like um and there's all these videos on youtube that that expose these uh influencers yeah. um you know, for what they really are, which is frauds. Yeah. 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 So well, I mean, it, yeah, it, you know, it's, it's for those who, who, uh, like to post it. I mean, I, I like I said, I, I, I have a Facebook, I actually have an Instagram account too, mostly because my, uh, older daughter shares, uh, funny wiener dog pictures with me. <laughs> <laughs> she she follows a bunch of different um, people who post like pictures of their pets, and and particular specifically people who have wiener dogs or little little miniature wiener dogs um, that doing things. And since I have some wiener dogs, um, she shares that with uh, with me to you know snicker and giggle at. Oh, that's nice. Well, I, I actually my 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 daughter is a wedding photographer. And um, I follow her on on Instagram. So mm-hmm. there are people, and, and I was I was too sweeping. There are people who po- post real pictures, you know, of yeah. their families. And, but you're you know, right; they're not the ones who have the hundred million followers. Right. Yeah. The, yes. Yeah. No, I, I got what you were saying. I wasn't disagreeing with you. I was just, you know, but but there, the, you know, but there are some people who are using it to post just you know pictures of their family and stuff like that. I. What I do is with uh, like if you look at my account, it's it's um, I will have like nothing posted for weeks and weeks, and then I will go post. I will go like through my 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 photos and say, well, what have I taken pictures of in the last you know month or two that might be interesting, and then I'll pick a few of them and post them. Um, but they're usually 
you know, artsy photos of things that I took while I was out on walk, flowers and trees and the, you know, uh, uh, interesting clouds or, you know, dark skies or th- things like that. Um, you know, they're not of any particular interest to anybody, but, you know, the 25 people that follow me go, oh, cool. You know, every once in a while I get a like. <laughs> so, uh, but, uh, you know, other than that, the only time I log on is if I get a message from my daughter saying that she found some new cute wiener dog pictures or videos. <laughs> Somebody put their wiener dog on a um, backyard trampoline. Uh, and oh. it, was a pup- it was a puppy, looked maybe about six months old. And it real it started it went to jump for something and realized it could bounce and so it started jumping up and down and bouncing on the trampoline it was just hilarious to see this little wiener dog with you know four and a half inch long legs uh <laughs> bouncing two feet in the air and look apparently having a blast doing it so yeah it's like that's fun that's fun. If I were to put my dogs, my, my wiener dogs onto a trampoline, they would, they would probably, you know, walk across it, then look down at the ground and go, why is the ground moving under me? What is, and, and then slow, look at me slowly, like, what did you do to me? And slowly, <laughs> slowly walk to the edge and say, put me down now. <laughs> Give me that look like I'm done with this. Put me down. You know, they don't quite have that same puppy enthusiasm anymore because, you know, the youngest one is six. So... The oldest yeah. one's 11. He spends most of his time sleeping with his tongue hanging out. He actually, you know, it's, it, I have a dog that sleeps with his tongue hanging out the side of his mouth. And he looks like roadkill. I, I regularly look over at him and, like, watch real carefully to see if he's still breathing. Because his tongue's hanging out. He looks like he just died. <laughs> it just, it's, it's sad. He makes me nervous. I look at him it's like, is he still alive? We do a, you know, a proof of life every morning. Is like, is he moving? Okay. <laughs> so we have a dog like that, too. She's 14 and deaf, stone cold deaf. Yeah, this one's deaf, too. And so, you know, we, you, you, she won't hear you, even if you're screaming her name standing right next to you. And so you, you walk up. You don't want to startle her and, you know, and, and gently, like, you know, touch her, wake her up slowly. Uh, but we'll yeah. sit there and look at her, make sure that we see her stomach. You know, or her chest rise and fall. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, and you, your house is on a concrete slab. Mine isn't, so I can, like, tap the floor. He'll feel the vibration in the floor sometimes or tap the couch if he's laying on the couch, you know. And so he feels the vibration, and then he'll, like, lift his head up and, like, look around groggily, and then I'll walk over and pet him. But mine, in addition to being deaf, is also blind, so he barks madly at anything that he he can see off in the distance. He sees, like, you know, shapes and movement, but he can't tell what it is. So I get barked at as if I'm invading his turf every time I walk in the room because he has no idea, you know, who I am until he can get close enough to get a sniff. And then he goes like, oh, it's you. He should be able to smell you. You would think, but he has to wait till he's, you know, he, he'll come running over barking. And then as he gets closer, he'll go and he go, oh, OK, you're good. <laughs> That's after he's already, you know. Uh, woken everybody for uh, a half a block diameter because of you know rah, 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 like oh please you know and he only does it only does it when my wife is home if she's not home really? he can care less he's protecting her he is absolutely protecting her if she's home he's on the lookout he's gonna bark if anything happens or moves or, or bumps or anything if she's not home house could fall down around him he'd go like yeah whatever you know, I mean, granted, in the time of COVID, it's not like she's gone that often. But if she goes to the store or something, I can come walking in, 
he just looks at me. You know, he's like, yeah, there's some big scary thing moving there, but I don't care. Nobody to protect. Who cares? It's really weird. Yeah, he could care less about Yeah, I guess he looks at me and says, you know, you're tough enough. You're the pack leader. You can protect yourself. She needs my protection. She's my mama. She's the one who feeds me. She has to make it through the day. <laughs> I think that's more of it than anything else. She's she's the one who feeds me. i got to make sure she lives. She's got to survive. <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> so, yeah, well, you know, it's dogs. It's reality. I don't I don't honestly think there's any real attachment to me. I understand. It's it's like all else being equal, they're fine if I scratch them behind the ears, but but let's face it, she's the one who feeds them. She's the one they care about. <laughs> so, um you know, I was thinking about Halloween and and I remember, you know, if you looked at um uh, 4th of July and people were had all manner of illegal fireworks and it wasn't just a few people it was everyone oh yeah and and, and it started a month before and went to you know a couple of weeks after till they'd finally used yes. them all up <laughs> and and I have a sneaking suspicion that you will see gatherings for for Halloween and they're just going to tell the, the the governor to pound sand and they, they you know I think with the attitude mm-hmm. you can't arrest all of us I'm going to get out there and have a party. Yeah. Um, because I think people are sick and stinking tired of being stuck in the house. Yeah. Well, and are your local police, I mean, every city's a little different on each county with sheriffs. Are little, but are they really going to be going around trolling for, for no parties and breaking them up? I mean, if they're, you know, like always, if it's a loud giant party with, you know, 200 people gathering, they probably will. But, you know, if it's you and your extended family, even, you know, 35 or 40 people, that you're, they're probably not going to care one way or the other. As long no, as you're being quiet and not, you know, wake in the neighborhood, they don't care. It's your business. No. So, you know, have a, have a shindig out in your front yard, invite the neighbors, um, you know, in the immediate area. If you live in a cul-de-sac, you know, like on the end of your street. And, uh, you know, have a good time for Halloween. I, I think our mental health has some, you know, mm-hmm. making sure that we're mentally healthy makes sense as well. It's not just about the stupid virus. Yeah. When we first moved to uh, Corona, we lived in a house on a cul-de-sac, and we used to the neighbors used to go put easy ups out in the middle of the cul-de-sac for holidays, and and run extension cords so that we could have crock pots out there, and we would do a block party just out in the middle of the street with the kids running around, and we did it for Halloween, and we did it for Fourth of July, and and uh, you know that's the kind of thing we can see coming back where it's outdoors. You can you know you can sit apart and you can wear masks if you want to, but you can interact with human beings and enjoy yourselves and and uh and do it safely and still not feel like you're sequestered away in your you know man cave woman cave she shed shack out back whatever the case might be and yep. uh and and live your life a little bit so hey did you ever watch the uh apple t have you watched apple tv plus at all um a little bit did you watch truth be told it's a series by octavia spencer no but i like Hi- her highly recommend it highly recommend it she's a podcaster that does um her character is a cod- podcaster that does like um true life mysteries and murder mysteries and she feels like she maybe got something wrong and so she helps a guy who's in prison along the way and there's lots of ups and downs and there's people who are outside who are not on her side and are on her side and lots of twists and turns it's a good sort of murder mystery sort of after the murder it's almost a whodunit. That's awesome. Really, really good. Um, season two, um, season one, uh, 
her character. Poppy Parnell is her character's name. Um, and uh, season one, she uh, had, oh, shoot, what's the guy, uh, the actor who was in, um, the younger guy in Breaking Bad? Um, blanking on his name. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I'll, he, I'll he, w- he played opposite her as the guy who, who had been put in prison and, and you know, and, and there were obviously lots of other actors in the, in the thing. Anyway, the second season, uh, Kate Hudson will be starring along with Octavia Spencer. Oh. We don't we don't know the storyline yet, but uh, Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul, thank you. Yeah, he's awesome. Uh, Aaron Paul, and he did a great job in this. Um, uh, you know his his turn with uh, Breaking Bad wasn't a accidental. He he's he's quite good. Um, this, truth be told, you know there is is a season. Each story is basically a season long, and so they they release it overseas. Anyway, um, Kate Hudson's going to uh, play. Uh, Micah Keith, a lifestyle guru and longtime friend of Poppy Parnell, as a as a new case that deeply involves both women's unfolds and quickly puts their relationship to the ultimate test. How's that for a teaser? Um, and it's uh, let's see, season two, which provides a glimpse of America's obsession with true crime podcasts, is set to begin production in Los Angeles on October twenty sixth. So, uh, so they're in process of of putting it together now. It'll probably be out uh, sometime next year. But um, I've actually been pretty pleased with the shows on Apple TV+. My experience has been that there's not a lot of things on there, but a lot of what's on there I like a lot, that it's been high quality. So we're slowly inching back up to what we were spending um, on uh, uh, when we had cable. You know, because we cut the cord <laughs> years and years ago. Yeah. And we just, we just, had, we had, just had Netflix. And then we added a, the, the low cost version of um, of Hulu, and right. then you know we've been just creeping up since then. And I and I, I like Apple TV, so you know, mm-hmm. and I like HBO Max, and I like you know, and so yeah, <laughs> okay, yeah. That's the problem is is that you've got you know a show or uh, you know a couple shows here that you like, and a couple shows there that you like, and, and each one of them gets you for anywhere between you know six to ten dollars or twelve dollars, you know. Yes. Yeah, got to start making choices. I know we all are in that same boat, but they they they're nickel and diming us. You know, people were saying, "Oh, this is going to be so great because you can pick what you want. You don't have to buy big packages." And and now we're all saying, "Can we just package some of this together for like a discounted price that has most of <laughs> what I want?" I don't want you know the, the nickel and diming is getting a little yes. old. It's like we just didn't want the poker channel and the golf channel, right? And you know all this stuff that we never watched. And yeah. You know. Yeah, it's like fine. You don't have to have that unless you want it, but you're going to pay us just as much anyway. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Welcome to America, where people make money. They do. The um, do. the uh, um, different channels that are out there. Yeah, you know, I sat down and started like adding them up what I subscribe for and stuff. You know, Apple is going to. They announced uh, uh, in September the Apple One package. And uh, for uh, like right now, Apple TV is free for anybody who bought an Apple device, and it's like four ninety nine if you didn't. And those of us who had it free because we had an Apple device, that's been extended through to February. Most of the early ones oh, cool. uh, adopters were supposed to uh, expire in November, first of November. And you should have gotten an email from Apple 
um, but you can go in on any Apple device and go to uh, your settings and check your subscriptions and it should show that it now expires on February in February so they've extended it a little bit um, but they have offered an Apple one package which includes uh, a variety of things depending on how you which which way you buy it um, but they have premium content and I think it's twenty dollars a month and for $20 a month, you get uh, two terabytes of iCloud storage, so you can do backups of all your devices there. Uh, you get Apple TV, you get Apple News Plus, you get uh, Apple Music, you get uh, Apple Music Streaming, that is. Uh, you get Apple's uh, uh, Arcade, which has 100-plus games that don't have, and, and all of the games there um, in order to be included, don't have any additional fees or costs, or you don't have to go buy coins or anything like that to play the game. You can play the entire game included with the subscription. Oh. Um, and so, um, and there was, that's five. There's one more thing. There's six things in it. I can't remember what the, the sixth one was off the top of my head, but that gives you 20 bucks a month, gives you basically all of that stuff. And like, if, I mean, some people that won't make sense for, but for me, I looked at it and it's like, I'm right now paying ten dollars a month for uh the two gigabyte storage uh uh two gigabyte two terabyte storage at uh apple tv plus and that way my whole family can back up to it so that's ten dollars a month um the apple t or for the icloud rather um i play i pay 14.99 for uh, itunes family account so that all of my family can go to itunes so there's 25 already and if i got apple tv plus or any of the other uh, any of the other things i would that'd be the other five dollars and so for the other five dollars i just get all of it um and uh, uh and so i thought you know that makes sense for me and so once they activate that they announced it but they haven't activated it yet so you can't go buy the one plus account but um i used to have apple uh news plus and i've let it i, I shut it off so i don't right now but that's because I knew that they're going to have the Apple One thing coming out shortly. And so, you know, I'm going to be able to pay as much or even slightly less than what I was paying and get everything I had plus some. Um, so so some package deals make sense, you know. Like yeah. you said, through Hulu, you were able to package um, their expanded use that gives you access to um, some local TV and stuff streaming um, and uh, and you know, some of the normal cable type of shows that you might not get otherwise, things like ESPN and stuff, right? Yeah, and I did it really for sports because my right. husband wanted to watch sports. Yeah, he's a sports ball guy. That was sort of a birthday present to him, it was. as I recall. And yes. uh, I know he appreciated it. Uh, uh, although so, it did cut yeah. into my brother time because he used to come watch sports with me and now he's like, oh. well, I can stay home. <laughs> Well, no, he he's. Okay, shut I, it off. I'm teasing you. He actually, well, if you want to shut it off, save yourself a buck. But um, no, I, he actually, uh, we still got to spend time together and would would share some of the big games together, and you know, and other times he he wouldn't. But uh, uh, that's fine. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. I just, you know, he loves he, he loves football. I mean, yeah. that dominates on on Sundays and Monday nights and Thursday nights. That dominates what we're watching. Yeah. And. Um, uh, you know, so he, uh, you know, he, he, uh, he wanted to be able to watch it. And last year he would go to like a sports bar or something, but that gets expensive too. At that point, if he's buying drinks and dinner, you might as well pay for yeah. the Hulu at home. Yeah. Yeah. A couple, 
a couple beers and a, and a plate of wings and you're like, well, wait a minute, I could be sitting comfortably at home doing this. Exactly. But yeah. 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 Not to mention more comfortable chairs at home. You know, you get to sit in your couch instead of uh, on some weird bar stool. Yes. Or, you know, booth. And these days that's hard to do. Right. You have to yes. be socially well, distanced or sit out on the patio. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, so, I, you know, this is, this is, it, it, it just made more sense to have him being able to watch at home. And, and yeah. we've gotten access to a whole bunch of other shows too, which has been fun. So, mm-hmm. you know. It, yeah. Been, I was going to say, I recently, oh, go ahead. No, I mean, he, he's been watching, um, it's not flip or flop. It's, um, fixer upper. And, oh, and uh-huh. he just absolutely loves that show. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's funny, you know. You watch those shows, and you and you actually manage to convince yourself that you could do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm yeah. I'm telling you now, you can't. But but you convince yourself that you can. Having done a renovation, or at least partially done, I'm still living in a partially renovated, mostly renovated house, but not done. We haven't done the kitchen yet because we ran out of money. Um, but the uh, expensive. yeah, uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, we have a functioning kitchen. I shouldn't say we don't have a kitchen, but it's not a a done kitchen with nice cabinets and stuff. It's it's a temporary kitchen that I put in so that we could have a functioning kitchen uh, until we have the money. And so here we are, three years later, and still don't have a finished kitchen. Um, but the, uh, the you know having having had experience doing that renovation. It doesn't work as easy as, you know, they show somebody knocking out walls for demo day and that lasts about 15, you know, a five minute segment on the show maybe or something, you know, and then they roll on to the next thing. And it's like, no, that's a long term effort. And and not all the walls knock out as easy as they do there. You know, it depends on how the walls were built. Yeah. Yeah. And they never show you, you know, they show you the, the star. You know, picking up a hammer, going thump, 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 and then the star sets down the hammer and walks away, and then the the fifteen guys that work for him come in and do the work and knock yes. out the walls. The rest of it, they don't show you that. No. You know, and magically they go from studs to drywall. They never show that. You know, drywall people come in and put up drywall, and then they have to tape the drywall. Then you have to mud the drywall. All of that takes time over periods of days. <laughs> you know, it's like yeah, that especially if you're doing it by yourself, it takes more time over more periods of day. It's just you know, they show them scraping the floor and they go, oh, yeah. And then they show you a finished, beautiful floor. It's like, you know, it, it took me three days to scrape the floor in my kitchen because parts of it were nailed. Parts of it were screwed down. Parts of it were uh, stapled. Uh, you know, I had to rent a jackhammer to get the floor up. You know, I was like, they don't show you that stuff. It's harder than it looks. Yes. But I, I, and I won't even try. I mean, it, I, I, yeah, it's I entertaining. It's entertaining. But don't don't let it fool you. <laughs> don't let them fool you. It's not that easy. You know, it, it makes me think that if I, you know, ever buy a fixer upper, it better be in Waco. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go knock on a door saying I'm stuck. Um, there's a gal in Huntington Beach that um, uh, her she's on uh, either DYI or HGTV, one of those two. And forgive me, I don't know her name, but you know blonde woman um and she does um like takes cookie cutter homes that were put up in it by builders and goes through and makes them unique to you and makes them stand out and so they're not you know 
not just another house like that on the block. And so she does that. And then she has another show where she comes in to people who have tried to do their own renovation and then just got overwhelmed and couldn't do it. And so she picks up what they've done and then tries to finish it for them. Oh, uh, which is which is very interesting because you'll see they talk about like, well, where did you run into problems? You know, where did it where did you get stuck? What things did you do that weren't right? You know, and, and so she's one recently she came into a house and it's like, well, the guy had, um, you know, framed the interior. He'd stripped out all the, the drywall and framed the interior and run electrical through the walls. And when they came in behind him, they basically had to pull out all of his electrical and reframe it and then put new electrical in because the electrical was run wrong and his framing was done wrong and he wasn't supporting his roof properly because he didn't know what he was doing. And, you know, there's reasons that people go get contractor's licenses and learn to do this yes. stuff because uh, it takes an education to be able to do that and do it right and do it structurally sound. So that if there is an earthquake or a big truck driving by, your roof doesn't fall. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, if your spouse sneezes, you don't want the roof falling in. And so um, maybe you should make sure that it's properly supported. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, there's work that Tobin and I want to have done. And, you know, I mean, we can paint. Although, I, frankly, yeah. I, I don't want to do that either because, you know, get doing all the taping and doing all. I just don't have that kind of time. So probably, yeah. you know, when we do it, we will have somebody come in and we'll pay the $1,500 or whatever it costs and mm-hmm. have somebody come in and paint our, paint our house. Go to um, Home Depot out on the fringe of the parking lot. There's a bunch of guys standing around. They don't speak good English. Tell them you want them to paint. Have your paint buckets and brushes in hand. They'll come over and do it. A couple hundred bucks. Okay. <laughs> okay, that works. I'll do that. A couple hundred bucks. They'll be inexpensive and they'll know what they're doing because I don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're just, you know, they're people looking for some day labor who, who will come and work and, and you know, you pick them up, drop them, you know, and then when you're done, drive them back to Home Depot and drop them off. Ah, oh, yeah. See, that sounds perfect. That sounds perfect to come paint my yeah. house. Now, and if I you know somebody I... who speaks Spanish, it's probably better to have somebody who speaks Spanish with you just so you can communicate more clearly. But if you don't, they usually speak well enough that they can, you can get by. Yes, and I need to have my, uh, I want to do my bathroom, too. I'll boot two bathrooms. But basically, mm-hmm. my, my house is, it just needs everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. After time, <laughs> that happens. You know, you it live happens. there a while. Stuff happens. You got to. Yeah. Yeah. So. So. Yeah, all these years of having big dogs in the yard that like to dig. Oh, yeah, I know. Big dogs make holes. They do. They go like, hey, what was that over there? Let's dig down 40 feet and see. (laughs) You know, I've told you that. I've told you the story about my black lab who thought he saw a ground squirrel and started digging. And the ground squirrel probably went down, you know, eight inches and then went parallel to the surface. He never, he never saw the turn. So he just started digging and kept digging and digging and digging. And I came out one day and I, like, looked in the backyard, couldn't find the dog. And I called his name and then his head popped up out of the hole. He had dug down so deep that the entire black lab, and this is not a small dog, was underground. He was going to go to China to get that stupid gro- gopher or ground squirrel or whatever it was. Two yards of dirt to fill that hole. Oh, good. I had to bring in two cubic yards of dirt. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's a hole. So <laughs> Crazy with that, dogs. we are at the end of our podcast for today. Crazy dogs. We are. Unfortunately, we got to go. But you know, we'll be back tomorrow. You can catch us on KCA 1050 in the San Bernardino area. Uh, that's uh, 1050 AM, 106.5 and 102.3 FM. Uh, we can also get us online for the morning show on um, where? KCAARadio.com. There you are. We're called The Morning Show. Uh, you know, uh, we in some places they have a cup of coffee. In some places on the on, on the on the KCA site, at least last time I looked, I haven't looked like today. Last time I looked, they still had a picture of you and Tobin. You and I, I need know. to get a picture together so that we can I give know. them a picture because that one doesn't exist really of the two of us together. No, so we really need. And, and you know, I know somebody who takes pictures for a living in our family. Um, yes. Somebody near and dear to you. And yes. uh, I suspect we could probably twist her arm and say, help us, help me, help <laughs> exactly. me. And she would um, and she would probably be happy to. I, I, in fact, I did, I did that for her a couple times. So so, so I'm sure she'd be us. willing. She'd be willing to uh, return and the I favor. Birth to her, so. Yes, yes, you did. As, <laughs> as, as, as that that trumps all. So there you go. She owes you. Um, but, yeah, we should probably try to do that sometime. Sometime, yep. just put it on the to-do list out there, hanging in the ether. So, anyway, thanks for joining us. I'm Todd Brinker. I'm Erin Brinker. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow.